It's Monday morning, 9 a.m., and you're listening to this. As I'm recording this on Sunday, December 17th at 4.54 p.m. I didn't have an ep- as I turn on my notifications off on my phone. I mean this wholeheartedly. I had a lot going on. And I couldn't get a show out to you guys last week on Wednesday. Had a lot going on mentally. I had some shit going on in my personal life I want to speak on. Because it's none of your damn business. I mean it as polite way as I can be. I apologize if I came off rude on that. That being said. I'm going to keep this 100. And I'm going to keep this as long as possible as I can. I'm going to have a good show here today for you guys. I got a lot lined up for you guys. Um, For the activity on the Facebook cha- uh, page. Girlfriend had surgery on her nose. She had to get a couple stents put in her nose to help her with her breathing. Uh, so she wasn't active on the page. She basically told me not to do anything on her because my promoting is horrible. <laughs> but she did come out and uh, she's done some things recently. And they will be up to moving. The Twitter account, at Convo Shelbo. Go, you can go follow that, obviously. And the Instagram page. I put a video on it last night as well. So I am working to getting things back to where it was. And we're going to be rocking and rolling. Downloads have been down this month, but I really haven't put a lot of content out. But we're just going to keep pushing. By the way, I'm going to put this out here. Swig of Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew Game Fuel Citrus Chair for the Working Man. Cheers, fellas. And I, I, that's actually really good. That's actually a pretty good Mountain Dew. I wish they made it more often. Uh, okay, so what can we talk about? There's a lot of things that are going on. At the University of Louisville men's basketball program. Football-wise, we'll talk about Jeff Brom here in a minute. But a lot of negativity. Louisville just beat Pepperdine by 22 points. And Louisville just let – me, let me tell you what it's like being a Louisville fan right now. Louisville just beat Pepperdine by 22 points. And now I'm going to have to sit here and talk about Kenny Payne possibly being fired at the Kentucky game. I am no longer – I'm no longer, I'm sorry. I will never, ever, excuse me – call for another man's job unless it's needed i will never ever talk shit about a coach that i feel like coaches college basketball college players i will never run my mouth about a player especially a college athlete pro athletes i'll say some things but i won't never call them out or name but i'll say i will basically directly say something about them but i will state this I'm embarrassed as a Louisville fan right now. And I'm going to say this. I am embarrassed by to be associated with some of these fans at the University of Louisville. Of the University of Louisville. I'm embarrassed what the local media has done. I'm embarrassed from the national media standpoint. I'm embarrassed. Not for the fact that you think of what it is. I'm embarrassed of the fact that I have a fan that has, has bet me $100 that Louisville won't win 10 games this year in basketball. I gladly took that bet, and I can't wait to take my $100. And you know who you are, too, by the way. I'm not going to mention your name, but you know who you are. I'm sick and tired of being a laughingstock. I'm tired of everything. I'm tired of people ignoring the mess that Kenny Payne inherited at the University of Louisville and somehow made it worse, even though I feel like this team is so much better than what they are, and they proved that today. I'm sick and tired of being laughed at. I'm sick and tired of arguing with people on Twitter. People are literally bitching that Louisville won by 22 points today or whatever it was. 
and it wasn't 30 or 40. People are really bitching about that. They're bitching that Louisville won today because people want Kenny Payne out of there so bad, and they want this staff out of here so bad. People are really bitching about that. People are really sitting here bitching about that. Why? What's the point to bitch about that? What is the point to whine and cry about that? Kids being booed out of the Yum Center and I get Arkansas State, which was embarrassing, and I get it. I mean this wholeheartedly. And I'm going to make this real clear. This whole hashtag Mick is the pick, this Mick Cronin love, you can keep mid-major Mick over at UCLA, and he's going to fumble the bag at UCLA. Just wait. It's going to fumble. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. If you're going to fire Kenny Payne, I'm going to make this real clear. You load up the truck to Waco, Texas, and you go get you Scott Drew, because I guarantee you Scott Drew will probably listen, and he'll probably take the job, because he's done everything he can at Baylor, and he can't sustain it, because the way NIL works and everything else, and there's stories about the Goodman report out there, the old marble mouth, Jeff Goodman. I've talked to some guys down there, and the rumor is going around after the Kentucky game that more than likely Kenny Payne's going to get fired. And I thought that was probably going to happen. And that's what the situation was going. I thought that was what was going to happen, and they that's what I thought. Then the day happens against Pepperdine. Louisville got the lead and never looked back early in the first half. Louisville in the second half, Pepperdine cut the lead to seven points. Louisville got right back up to 14 and never looked back again. Best they've shot all year from the field. Best assist turnover ratio they had all year. Best rebound performance they had all year. Everything clicked today for Louisville. Pepperdine is now 5-7 and seven on the year. Not a great team, but at this point, the way Louisville's been the last three years, win is a win. That's the best game I've seen from a Louisville Cardinals basketball team, a men's team, in three years. Yes, Chris Mack fans, I'm talking about the Mack teams as well. And I'm going to rag and bitch on this thing, so you might want to – I'm going to bitch and moan about this because I feel like and I can do what I want because this is my show. And I'm going to say what I want to say. And I'm going to feel how I, I say how I feel about it right now. Are you we that miserable as a fan base that we are willing to drag down a human being because he can't coach, supposedly? I'm not going to bash Kenny Payne. I'm not going to do that. I'll make suggestions on if you're going to fire Kenny, you need to, I would do this. I put a tweet out that I'm not going to bash you, Kenny. I think, you you know, this job wasn't meant for you at the there night against Arkansas State. Then he comes out today and they have a great performance. You know, it was reported that Josh Hurd had a players-only meeting, and uh, Kenny came out and said that he had a meeting with Josh, too, and they talked about how they can get this program to the next level. Um, Mike James talked about in the presser as well about things. Um, I mean, what what do you – what is uh, – I know we lost to Paul in Arkansas State, and that's embarrassing. Louisville's also the sixth youngest team in college basketball. People forget to notice that because everybody's young in college basketball, which isn't the case anymore. You look at the great teams that are winning games now. They got great senior guards and great senior, senior great senior guards and great senior wings. Louisville's going to continue to. I think Louisville will continue to grind out games and they will continue to get better as the year goes on. I, do I think they'll make the NCAA tournament? It's looking like no. Do I think they can make an NIT? I think they got a shot at. It. I think they can have. A, I think Louisville can get a winning record with the squad. I really do. And people think I'm crazy. I don't think that, and now here's another thing. I really thought this, and this is the thing that really drives me crazy. I woke up Friday morning and I really believed that Kenny Payne was going to be let go. 
I really thought it. And I felt horrible all day. Girlfriend and I were at the hospital all day. She was getting some blood work done. And um, I'm sitting there and I get a text message from a buddy of mine. He goes, you ain't gonna believe this. I said, what? I said, Carter Knox is on his way to Louisville. Carter Knox, people don't know, is the brother of Kevin Knox who played at the University of Kentucky. is a top 15 recruit in the country. And he's visiting. he was visiting Louisville on a visit this weekend. And he got down there Friday evening. That told me something was going on. The national media has continued to ran their mouth about things. The local media has not stopped. Rick Bozick is being attacked for supporting Kenny Payne and putting out articles. And I'm to the point where I'm just annoyed with it. I'm sick of it. It's like a bunch of kids on the playground arguing over a swing set. That's what this media sounds like. A bunch of kids arguing over the swing set. It's my turn. No, it's my turn. No, you did this wrong. You did this wrong. That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. And I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. I've never once in my life been so excited after why I saw today. It's like, hell, the season, excuse me. I was excited. Like, that's the best game they played all year. That's what I'm talking about. Good job, boys. Good job, fellas. Good job, brothers. Good job. Everything. Good job. And then I get on Twitter and I see people bitching about it. Bitching that Kenny Payne won that game because he's going to have his job. So I want to say hypothetically, what happens? What happens if Kenny Payne turns around and somehow, some way, in that Kentucky game, they don't win it, but they're competitive and they lose by five points? What do you do right then and there? What do you do right then and there? Do you fire the guy, knowing how close they were to pulling that off? Hmm. Hmm. You're in a predicament. Louisville don't have the money to afford to fire the guy right now. They don't have the money to afford to fire him, and that's a fact. They don't have it right now. But I will state this. If you're going to fire the guy, why fire him now? You're going to fire a guy logically? See, everybody wants to know. Everybody thinks they know everything. Everybody thinks they know what's going on, and they don't know jack shit. Those young men in that uniform, those young fellows, those young brothers are playing their asses off right now. They played their ass off today. And I'm proud of every single one of them. I'm pull the stat sheet up right now. This is what it, this was the stats today. Louisville shot forty eight percent from the field, nine of sixteen from three, which is fifty six percent. Twelve of sixteen from the free throw line. Had thirteen turnovers to seventeen assists, forty rebounds, thirteen on the offensive glass, four steals, seven four blocks, seven steals. Terry White had ten point six ten point six rebounds, three assists. He had two steals. Brandon Hudley Halffield, a man possessed. That's how you play, BBBHH. That's what I'm talking about, brother. 20 points, 12 rebounds, 2 blocks. Mike James, 19.6 rebounds. Sky Clark and Tyler Johnson didn't shoot well, but they had 9 assists between each other. Curtis Williams had 16 points off the bench. Caleb Glenn, 4-5, and May Ogre, 2 points, 2 rebounds. Those are the guys who contributed today. And Hersey Miller hit a 3-2. Good job, Hersey. Make him say, uh. 
I like it. And they played hard today, and I thought it was a great effort from top to bottom. I wholeheartedly hope things are changing. It looks like they are. A lot of negativity. A lot of things are not working. I love those guys in that uniform that play. Those young men, those young brothers that need our help. And they need it, and they need it badly. And I'm never, ever in my life. That's how you play. But, you know, what do I know? I'm just a guy that records and works hard and just sits back and wastes his time supposedly being a little fan. I got told by a Kentucky fan the other day, I said, why would you even take off work Thursday to watch that game against us? Why would you do that for your mental health? I said, don't tell me what to do with my mental health. And don't tell me what to do with my life. I'm a Louisville fan thinking through. You just worry about UK. I'll be all right. Facts. If Louisville beats, if Louisville beats Kentucky Thursday, I swear to God, I will go outside and try and do a cartwheel. I really will. I'll try. I, 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 I'll I try. I will do anything in my power to try it, but I'll do it. And that's, I'm going to stand 10 toe down. 10, ten toes down on that. Plain and simple. So that being said, Carter Knox is probably watching going, man, why are they, they, they like starting to click, man. It's starting to change things a little bit. Plain and simple. Um... I want to go ahead and state this as well. Um, I think if you're going to fire Kenny, I think Nolan Smith deserves a shot at the intern. And I think Nolan Smith has kind of made some differences on things, and I think he's made some mistakes on things. But I think Nolan Smith came back to make fix this, and I think the negativity is not has to stop. Also, I want to do this too. Uh, I'm recording this, but I want to make it clear tonight I am on Monday night. Actually, you know, I'm not even going to promote that because there's no reason to do that. Never mind then. All right. So let's talk about a little football. What Jeff Brown's been doing in the portal. As I'm going to pull up some stuff for you real quick. And by the way, win, lose, or tie, I am 502 till I die. Go cards. I'm trying to pull up this up real quick because this is. Here we go. So this is what Jeff Brom has done. This is what Jeff Brom has done at this year in the transfer portal. And this is what they have done. He started off on the transfer portal as I'm trying to get things going. The first thing he did was. Oh, here we go. First thing he did, he went out and got Tyler Soge, the quarterback from Texas Tech. And a lot of people were saying they didn't understand that, but he went out and got a, a seven-year, six, seven-year senior guy, whatever. Then he went out and got Thor Griffin, a defensive tackle from Harvard. Then he went out and got Jonathan Mendoza, a six-foot-nine, 300-pound offensive lineman. Then over the weekend – 
as I say, Saturday, he got Corey Thornton, one of the best corners in the – He when I got Corey Thornton, a corner from UCF, University of Central Florida. Florida. He went out and got Pierre Nago, a right a right guard from Brownsburg, Indiana, which ain't too far from me. Got a tight end, Mike Mark Redman, from San Diego State, and got another tight end, Tanner Zoyle, from Illinois State. But the big one for me was – he went out and got Ja'Cory Brooks from Alabama, played at IGM Academy. Joy Brooks had some injuries this past year, but now he's going to be a Cardinal, which is big for a wide receiver spot. Then, as I pull this up, he got Jordan Guard from FIU, who originally committed to Minnesota, and within hours he committed to Louisville. Don Chaney Jr., a running back from Miami, which is a big get for Louisville. And then the big one today, the two he got, Colin Lacey, arguably the number uh, top five wide receiver in the portal, committed to Louisville. And then he got an offensive lineman from Ohio State today. That's what Brom has been, Jeff Brom's been doing. Jeff Brom woke up and said, You're going to fuck around and find out about me. And I love that. Jeff Brom is doing his thing, and I am absolutely 100% ecstatic about it. I'm also going to make this real clear. I am 100% on Jeff Brom's side of things. I think Jeff Brom is a great a great addition to the University of Louisville. I've had my doubts in the past, but I will make you clear. I feel like an idiot, and I will stay in that. Jeff Brom has done a fantastic job. Uh, Louisville more than likely is going to beat USC here in the next couple weeks, and he's going to have an 11-win season. He's done a great job. Uh, the portal-wise, he's beefing up that offensive line, beefing up that defensive line. I think the wide receiver position at Louisville is going to be amazing to watch. And I'm just excited to see what's going to happen. I am very excited to see what's going to happen, and good things are coming to be a Louisville Cardinal. Oh, that's good shit. That game fuel amount is good. Ain't got too much to talk about, you know, college football playoffs around us. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to go to my podcast notes for this week because I really don't have – I mean, my notes were from two weeks ago. But, oh, do I want to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers and their three-game slide? Oh, my God. I, I ran about little fans and the little media and everything else. Do I really want to waste my time rooting on the that, that bullshit I've been seeing in the black and yellow? Do I really want to talk about that? Do I really want to waste my time – and my patience and my mental health and everything else to argue and sit here and complicate, contemplate actually giving the Steelers time. No. Not going to do it. I'm not even going to do it. I'm. Why would I even do it? I will state this. All you Steelers fans that thought Kenny Pickett was the answer, I guess Mitch Trubisky is, ain't he? Fucking idiots. That shows you how stupid some people are. Seriously, you really thought that. My God. On to the next subject. NBA, this is over. This is weeks over, but I want to talk about this. The NBA season, in-season tournament. I know a lot of people didn't like it, and I must admit, the in-season tournament was awesome. I thought the in-season, in-season tournament was a great thing. It was awesome to see, and I like it. I really like it a lot. Um. But before, I, I really don't talk about the NBA because it's such a long, ongoing season. It's not like college basketball where you know you can talk about it periodically they are like weekly. So I won't start talking about the NBA season until like All-Star Weekend more. I'll start talking about it then. I will talk about Draymond Green next. Um, J. 
Joe Dumars made the right call. Spin the man, and definitely not. If you don't know what happened, Draymond Green smacked the hell. Um, I can't say his name right, but the center for the Phoenix Suns. He played in Portland, was originally drafted by Denver. I can't really say his name, but Draymond smacked the living hell out of him. Um, Draymond Green, I think, is... How can I put this? Draymond Green does the most extra things for no reason. And I will state that for the record. I don't think Draymond Green is a bad human being. I think he I think he he's, he plays hard, but I think he cheats the game a little bit. I think he's I think outside of the court, Draymond's actually a pretty good dude. I just think on the court he 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 does too much. And that happens. Um Draymond has a great get, a knowledge for the game. I think Draymond Green's going to be a great general manager or a great coach one day. I really think that. And a lot of people don't agree with me on that, but I really think his knowledge for the game and how smart he is, I think he I think he would fit in really well. But that being said, you choked Rudy Gobert. You've kicked Steven Adams in the nuts. You had the issue with LeBron James. You took Kawhi Leonard out midair during the COVID season. You took um the, after the, the bubble. You've what else has he done? Oh, you had the issue with Donald Mitchell earlier this year. And now you smack the guy. And I miss some things I know. But, uh, dude, when is enough enough? They said indefinitely, so we don't know how many games he's going to get. And Steve Kerr can sit there and say, well, Draymond's been hurting very well. You, well, if Draymond is such – Steve Kerr was talking about this. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, Steve, you couldn't get this under check. And, oh, we forgot about the Jordan Poole incident. He knocked the hell out of Jordan Poole. And Jordan Poole is really showing his ass in Washington, so it doesn't matter. So I guess Draymond, I don't know who was right or wrong in this situation, but that kept Draymond and let Jordan Poole walk. So that shows you somewhere. Trade Jordan Poole. It shows you something. I am, um, I just think that Draymond's going to end up playing himself out of league, out of the league. And it's a shame because he doesn't have to do this. You don't have to do this. Because I think Draymond has, like I said, I think he can be a really good executive or a really good coach. I think he has that ability. I think he knows the game. I really do. And it's a shame because he sits there and does this crap and it doesn't make sense. Like, why you got to do this bullshit? Why well, I don't even know why I said crap. I cuss on here anyway. Why you got to do that bullshit? Like, like, I don't know about you, man. But, yeah, and also, you know... You know, there's one, there's, and there's, well, people said, what is the difference of playing hard and playing reckless and, and, and loose? Playing hard is, okay, I'm going to foul you, but I'm playing hard. I'm not trying to really beat the hell out of you. It's an accident. Doing what Draymond's doing is just being reckless and out of control. Like, dude, chill out. You're not Rodman. You're not one of those guys. You're not a bad boy from the Pistons. You're not one of those guys. I know you're from Michigan, and I know you grew up watching that, and you know what that's about probably somewhat. But come on, dude. You're not that. Stop. I mean, you remember those 0405, 06 Pistons teams with Ben Wallace and Rasheed and Tayshawn and Rip and Chauncey, those guys. But that don't make you one of those guys because you probably wouldn't fit in with that locker room. You wouldn't. That's a different era of guys. So I don't understand what the whole problem is. But man, that 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 shit's got to stop, and that's a fact, and I mean that wholeheartedly. Like Draymond, like chill, man, like stop. I had in here to talk about the GTA trailer watch along, and it's been over two weeks, so I'm really not going to do that either. But I will state this: 
I did like what I saw. I thought the GTA trailer was really awesome. I thought they did a good thing. And it's nice to see they're going back to Vice City. There is rumored that this is going to be the biggest map in the history of Grand Theft Auto, and I believe it. And I can't wait for 2025 to play it. There are some rumors going around that Netflix and the Snyder and Zack Snyder are in talks about possibly the Snyder Cut going on Netflix. I will state this. It is kind of odd that DC movies are showing up on Netflix. A lot of them are the Snyder films. I will, I will make this real clear. I am a massive DC Comics fan. I love DC Comics. I am a big fan of DC Comics. I like what Snyder was trying to do, and I get it. However, that being said, I am sick and effing tired of the inconsistency from Detective Comics and that, that, that I believe it's name, of DC Comics. I am sick and tired of the inconsistency with them. I am. I'm fed up with it. I'm fed up with it. I think DC should just stick with her going on. Matt Reeves has already got his Batman thing going on. That's going to be awesome. We don't need another side project. We don't. <coughs> and I mean that. So, I'm going to state that. If, if, the, if the Snyder is Snyder's able to finish what he wants to do is Justice League Part 2 and Part 3, good for you. But at the same time, let it rest. Zach, we know DC fucked around. Warner Bros. fucked you, and I understand. I hate it too, man, but you got to let it go, bro. Let it go. And I think he has, but I think people, I'm not saying Snyder in general, but his fans, they got to let it go. And I like Snyder's work. I'm a fan of his work. I, I haven't I'm ready to see Rebel Moon. I haven't watched. I know the, the, the reviews aren't that great, but I'm going to sit down and watch it, man. Maybe I'll give you guys a review on that next week. But, uh, yeah. Um, Royal Rumble starting to begin. Professional wrestling is kicking off. Um, by the way, I know Randy Orton's back, but AJ Styles came back the last night on Saturday on Sunday, Friday on SmackDown. You see how jacked AJ Styles was? Like, I was like, dude, Jesus. That being said, I think the clear-cut favorite to win the Royal Rumble right now is CM Punk, and I think that's the right way to go with things. But we'll talk more about the Royal Rumble in the coming weeks. Video Game Awards show, I, I was going to talk about that, but that's already passed. Um, the future gaming next three to five years, I want to talk about Sega's coming, making a comeback, rebooting some franchises. There's been rumors of a console. I'm excited to hear about that. I think in the next three to five years, we're going to see some the quality of gaming is about to change. Um, Crossplay, I think, is going to be more featured on a lot of things now, and I like that. <clears throat> but we'll see. Um... Another thing I want to talk about too, a lot of people were up in arms about Sony getting rid of content, and they're getting rid of video content. That's all that is. It's nothing else. So I don't know. It's you buy physical copies. That's what Sony's saying. Just buy physical copies at this point. Me, I, and also I want to point this out that I have actually been thinking about getting an Xbox because there are some games I want to play on Xbox as rumored that's coming out, and I've actually debated on getting an Xbox. And oh, by the way. I am on PlayStation 5, so on PlayStation. So if you want to add me, Green Shelby 0310, I'll play online. We'll play some games together. I'm down for the calls. I don't play Call of Duty, but there are some games we can play. Or we can just party up and chat. I don't care. I got some fan questions for you. Then we're going to talk a little 2024. We're going to get on out of here. I thought I was going to have a longer episode today, but I guess I'm not because a lot of my topics are old today because I'm getting this Monday show out for you as quick as I can. Where are we at? Let me see where these questions are at. Let me go. All right, here we go. So I got two questions this week, and we're going to get them over with here. 
So I'm fine. <coughs> Excuse me on the sneeze. Okay. This one question. Talk to talk a little bit about Jack Plummer, what he brings to the team sometime. Okay. This is more just a, uh, a not a question, but just a thought. Um, I think Jack Plummer was brought in, and I've said this before, to brought in to win right away. And he did a good job. I was on a, a chat with some guys on Twitter last night, and I want to give a shout-out to those guys because they've really gave me a, a, a have really helped me out a lot with just talking with somebody. It's nice to talk to some people that are loyal fans, if you get what I mean. Like, like you live up in Indianapolis, you're a Colts fan, you can talk to Colts, but it's different. You, you get where I'm coming from. But... Plummer, I've liked. I've liked Plummer. I think Plummer. Plummer is inconsistent, is the word I could say, but also he's consistently to the point where like Jack is going to make a couple plays. You're like, really, dude? And there's going to be plays like, hell yeah, Jack. So that's my thing on Plummer. I think Plummer came in and was brought in to win right away, and you know he won. Get he won ten games so far. Look like it's going to be eleven. This is the question that I get asked often. Why are you? I love to hear the passion. Love the why. Love to hear the why behind your passion for the Ville. Man, where do I begin? Where do I begin, man? Um, I was born in a town called Madison, Indiana. Little, not really a small town, but a a good sized little town, and uh, has its own little downtown and stuff, and. Right across the river is the state of Kentucky. And Louisville's only about 25 miles from it, I believe. 25, 30 miles from it, I believe, or something like that. Um, I grew up not having a lot. My dad and I, my dad had uh, me and my brother Jalen. We, uh, we struggled badly. Um, personal shit, you know, divorces and stuff. And... All I had growing up was the Monday Night War. And if you're a wrestling fan, you know what I'm talking about. And I had a little basketball. Um, seeing my dad's passion was incredible. i never seen a human being in my life except for myself that passionate about something. Um, the man literally walks up and, you know, could put things out. I remember... Watching the first memories I have of Louisville basketball is what was it? I had a memories of it was Louisville and um, gosh almighty, it was Louisville. My first real memories of Louisville basketball, like I remember going to Sam play Arkansas in the late 90s, the tail end of Denny Crum's career. I was born in 93, so this is probably 98, 99, so I was about five or six years old at the time. I remember that. Also, Freedom Hall, the one of the greatest arenas for college basketball. I miss Louisville playing in that arena so much. God, I miss it. <clears throat> that being said, also back to it. Um, I remember. <laughs> I'm smiling thinking about it. I remember when Louisville. My first real memory of Louisville, and like that I remember from my heart, was when Louisville Rick Pitino was a top twenty team in the country. They went into Rupp Arena, beat Kentucky when they were number one team in the country that year. I remember that. The first real whole season run I remember, because I remember little things as a kid, but my first full run was the 2005 Final Four. And I was hooked ever since. Um, I love Louisville. I love what they've done. 
I love all the things that they, um, I'm always going to be that way. And, you know, we lived in Louisville to, uh, and actually I want to put this out. We actually lived in Louisville till I was about 10 or 11 years old. We moved up here to Indianapolis and that was it. Um, so, and I, so I got, I got, I got a history down there. I got history, you know, I love going back home all the time. And that's another thing. It's just nice to go to somewhere and just see the passion. And also, Louisville fans, you know, if you're a Louisville fan, you know, we're crazy. We're passionate. We, that's all we got. Yeah, we got the little bats. That's great. Yeah, the Bengals aren't too far away. The Reds aren't too far away. Yeah, it's great. You know, up the road, you know, you can go down to Nashville, man. You know, you got the Tennessee Titans. That's cool. Or you go up the road here and go to Indianapolis and, like, hey, man, we got the Colts, Colts are up here and the Pacers. But ain't nothing like Louisville basketball. There ain't nothing like it. Now, I love Louisville football to death, but I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm a basketball guy. I always have been. I love Louisville football, and I think it's great what Jeff Brom's doing. I remember the orange. I mean, I love Louisville football. Love them. I've been to many Louisville football games, but Louisville basketball is my go-to in life. I eat it. I sleep it. I breathe it. And I will continue to do the same thing like always. Um, that being said, uh, yeah, I've – I've cried over losses. I've cried over wins. I've had some of the best times in my life with my dad watching games. And I get tears in my eyes saying that shit, man. And it means a lot to me. And you know, everybody says, well, you're beating, you know, you're, you're, it's just a sport. It ain't more, it's, it, you don't understand. It's not a sport, it's life. And you ain't got to learn to love it, but you can fucking respect it. Because if you don't respect it, then we ain't got nothing to speak about. Because you don't get it. That's the thing. It's a bond. And I've had a lot of bad memories with Louisville. But I've had a lot of great memories. You got to take the good with the bad and the bad with the good. And that's the way I live my life about things. So, yeah. There's a story behind that. So, where is going up for 2024? I may or may not have an announcement coming in a couple weeks. That's pretty cool. I got some things working on. Um, but I will state this. Um, <coughs> start every Sunday now at 8, 8.30 at night. I'm going to have a live show on Facebook, and I'm going to have some guests on there. We're not just going to be the typical wrestling, but it's going to be a little something more than that. That's all I'm going to leave you at that. So, as you hear this, Tuesday, I will appreciate this. And I also will let you guys know this right here and right now. You're not going to have a Wednesday episode this week. So I'll let you know right here beforehand. Merry Christmas. We will return our regular Wednesdays, our regular Wednesday day on the date. And that is December 27th. We will return regularly that, that Wednesday. And just remember one thing before I sign off here for this. As I wish you a happy holidays, a Merry Christmas, or whatever way you celebrate this time of year. Just remember one thing. When Santa comes down that chimney and he's giving you that cookie, he's eating your cookies and milk, and that little kid looks at Santa, you know what you need to tell Santa, y'all? To quote the great Shelby Green. I don't bullshit. I just tell it like it is straight up. Have a good one, y'all. Happy holidays.